Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Taylor. Welcome to Keep It Real, a podcast where we are keeping it real with you guys about both pop culture and our lives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first episode. So just to start off, I think we're just going to introduce ourselves so you get to know us a little bit better. Um, Taylor, would you like to go first? Sure. So first of all, it's probably obvious, but we're both students at Boston University. I'm an economics major at the moment. I'm from Northern Virginia, about 20 minutes outside of Washington, D.C., I have two younger brothers, they're 15 and 11, and I have a golden retriever as well. So that's what I have back there. And um, as far as interest go, we can both say the same for this one, but we both love baseball. Very um, much. Yes, very much so. <laughs> but I've been loving watching the Red Sox here and back home I always watch the Nationals and both of my younger brothers play baseball. Back home I played softball, I played for close to 10 years. And I also enjoy watching things such as hockey and basketball as well. Um, of course, since we're doing this podcast, I personally love listening to podcasts in my free time. I also enjoy reading a variety of different books and watching Netflix and just TV in general. And in my free time, I also love exploring Boston, exploring the city in general. I'm a big city person and there's just so much to do here. Love it. Um, so again, I'm Amanda. Uh, currently, I'm undecided in the College of Communications here at BU, so I don't really know what I want to do with my life yet, um, but it's okay. We have a little bit of time. None of us really do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Orlando, Florida, but my family is originally from Boston, so I have a lot of family up here, which is really nice to have like a support system. Um, as far as like my interests go, I am a diehard Boston sports fan, so Red Sox, Patriots, Celtics, and Bruins. I love them all. I am uh, partially biased towards baseball. I do love going to Fenway. I think I've been to five games already this season, and we've been here about a month <laughs> and two weeks or something. It is the place to be in it Boston. Is. Um, let's. I am also a huge concert junkie. I absolutely love concerts. I will go to any concert, any artist. I love them. Um. I'm also a big Disney person from Florida. I go all the time. My mom and I absolutely love it. Um, and yeah, I love listening to music. I also love to read. Um, I'm very excited for this podcast. Yeah. I am as well. And we thought um, just since this is more of an introduction, it will be kind of awkward. We've never done anything like this before. Yes, it's but very unnatural. It does feel very unnatural. We tried to convince ourselves that it's us just talking to each other, but it just feels weird. But um, we thought we'd go through kind of what the structure of the podcast would usually be. We're trying to do these weekly just as much as we can. And it's pretty clear from the title, but this is a pop culture podcast. And the whole point of it is we keep it real with you guys on our opinions on certain aspects of pop culture. But um, it's also following our lives in college. We thought it would be kind of interesting. We're just two college students and we're in the city. So that makes it really cool. Yeah. And we're but, going through all the college firsts. Oh, yes. And yes. that'll be very raw and natural. Yes. And we will give you, based on our experiences, any tips we can share or just any things not to do oh yes yeah <laughs> any updates about our lives in general we felt that that would be fun but um it really starts with we'll just each podcast we'll 
obviously be introducing ourselves and then giving you a quick update on our lives. And then we jump into any current pop culture news going on, depending on what's going on at the time. And after that, we do a top five segments. And that's usually just our top five with something. Usually we'll have it um, have to do somewhat with whatever's in pop culture news that week but for today we're just just... a theme going on throughout like the year too yes holidays and just different events yes so that'll be that and then after we do that portion so that'll be the pop culture portion and then we'll do a trivia game called do you know it's real and it'll be trivia based on whatever pop culture we covered that day so and we'll ask each other and so you can kind of play along with us as well and see if you could get the answer and yeah yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. And again, it's we're trying to make it pretty casual. So that's why we kind of update on our lives more so it doesn't feel as unnatural and structured. Exactly. So with that being said, should we get into our, our week so far? Yes. So Taylor and I both did something very fun yesterday. And we got to go to the Red Sox game, which was against the Rays. It was the fourth game of the playoffs and they won so we're moving on so it was very Very exciting exciting. probably we did go to the wild card game as well against the Yankees last week and I thought nothing could really top that I was like all right that'll be the peak of any Red Sox game I go to but really yesterday just it I I don't know that I'd say it topped it but it was definitely right up there. yes they both insane games just the energy of Fenway was just crazy it was absolutely so unmatched. just uh, like energized it was amazing it was yes. so fun yes it was so fun we got to see there were a few celebrities there Amanda, yes. if you'd like to elaborate oh on that oh my gosh the there were a couple of Bruins players so my favorite Bruins player is Charlie McAvoy and he was there which was so exciting just to see him on the Jumbotron and then also David Pasternak was there which was fun and then was oh. that the was that the guy we saw shotgunning? Yes, yes, yes. He was chugging a beer, um, and then also, if anyone in the podcast world knows what Section Ten is, it's a barstool <laughs> podcast. So, um, one of the co-hosts, Steve, uh, big fan of that podcast, and I had tweeted at him like a joke hi because I could see him from across the way, and he did in fact retweet and like my tweet. Which was just very exciting. That was probably the most exciting part of the game, yep. more so than them winning. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was very, very thrilling. <laughs> very <laughs> thrilling. But yeah, there were a lot of famous people there. Probably more that we just didn't see. Yeah. But it was a very exciting game, and yeah, just Tons we. Of fun. Yep, yep. And I mean, I've gone to three games so far, not as many as Amanda, but (laughs) and my first game ever at Fenway was the Red Sox versus the Yankees, which is an absolutely iconic. Yes, that was a fun game. game. We did lose that game, but that's okay. We did lose, but it was a great experience. It was good energy. It was (laughs) great seats. Yes, great seats. Great seats. Right behind the dugout. Well, not section (laughs) up behind the dugout, but still close enough. Close enough. I mean, yesterday's seats were great too. Oh yeah, we sat up high. I've never. Again, my family's from Boston, so I've been to a plethora of Red Sox games, and I've never sat up there, and it was actually so cool. Like, I would definitely do that again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I kept thinking, because both of my brothers love baseball, and the whole time I was thinking, I was like, oh, my gosh, they'd love this. It's so cool. And I had texted my family. Nobody was watching the game. They were at baseball (laughs) practice, but... 
It's okay. It's okay. You could fill them in. <laughs> yeah, fine. can just fill them in afterwards. So yeah, that was that was yes. It was also Marathon Monday. So for anybody that lives yes. in Boston, yeah, that was, was super exciting. I've always watched it on TV because it's normally in April every year. But for COVID, they had last year's yesterday, so uh, October 11th, and. I've always wanted to go, and so that was so fun cheering them on. I actually loved it so much. Yes, it was very inspiring to me. They were doing – I'm amazed because we were just talking about I don't understand how these people can run a full 26.2 miles. But not only that, because we we had gone to dinner before the game. They were walking afterwards. Yeah. Like they were just walking, walking around. And going to the Red Sox game. Yeah. I would be passed out after like – seven miles yeah after seven miles it would be a struggle to continue but let alone getting to the end and actually being fully conscious and awake and yeah. just excited to be at the red sox game like that was just those that was people incredible are so impressive they are superhumans. i could They're, never do it i know but just seeing them run they were doing so well everybody there were so many people cheering them on they were cowbells i didn't get a cowbell i got a cowbell so <laughs> i didn't get a cowbell i just got lost around boston yeah. that was it it but. was a little difficult <laughs> i work at a library on campus and i had set my schedule to a certain time where i could walk back and be able to get my books and make it in time but the roads were closed, and I did not account for that. So I did have a little struggle there. But yes, it was. See, you don't take into account that when they close the streets, you can't cross the streets. Yes, it's, <laughs> so it was. It was you have to fully walk to get back to campus. You either have to go and cross the street at a very early point on Commonwealth Avenue. Or you walk all the way up a bridge and then yep. cross in from the other side of campus. So it was all... A lot of walking. I yes. walked like 9.9 .9 miles yesterday. I did as well. But I did find a ice cream truck. Ooh. Yeah. And Jealous because, of that. Yep. The commons were pretty busy, obviously. People were hanging out there after the marathon. But I did find an ice cream truck there. So that was... That was a plus. But what flavor yeah. did you get? Oh, uh, they had like every type of, it wasn't just ice cream because it was like technically a soft serve ice cream truck, mm. but like my friend I was with got a root beer float and I got Italian ice. So I got watermelon Italian ice. Ice cream sounds was, really good right now. It does sound really good. It. And I want it again. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was, it. so yesterday was a very sports filled day, day yes, for us. Yes, it was. Um... Yeah, so yeah. that was that was probably the most exciting portion of our lives right now. Yeah, I would yeah. I would agree. But and some yeah. upcoming exciting things. Friends and family weekend is coming up next not this weekend, next weekend. Yes. Which is very exciting. I know my mom's flying up. Well, how about you, Taylor? Your parents My coming? entire family is coming. That's my parents, exciting. my brothers, and even my dog is coming. They're staying at a oh, dog-friendly hotel. So cute. Yeah, it's the same one. It's the Hotel Commonwealth. It's oh, dog. Yeah, it's dog-friendly, and it's right here. But yeah, they are all coming up, and I haven't seen my brothers or my dog since I've been dropped off at college. So I've seen both my parents since then, but I'm very excited to see. Yeah, that will be so else. excited. I've yes. seen my mom once. She came up about two weeks ago for a concert, which was good. You don't. I I thought I was doing pretty good on the homesick side of things, but then when she left the second time, it definitely does hit you. But yes. then it is weird. You get thrown right back into it, and you're fine again. But yes, I'm excited to see her again. I am very excited to see my family, and then I'm. I mean, it was it was harder for me to be leaving because I just knew I wouldn't be home until November. So yes. I was kind of like, I'll miss my bed, I'll miss my house, all that kind of stuff. But it will be good to see my family and see my dog 
who I miss a lot because I can't really FaceTime her. She can't really talk to me. So it's a little <laughs> difficult, the barrier. <laughs> it is. It is a difficult barrier. But yeah, I'm excited to see my brothers too. So yes, that'll be a lot of fun. And as far as um, our kind of current lives right now today, since we had off yesterday for Marathon Monday as well and the holiday, but um, today we actually had a Monday schedule of classes. Yes. Threw me off, definitely. Definitely. I I went throughout thinking today was Monday, so I've been very thrown off all day. And then we have, like, because the way our college classes are, usually the classes you have on Monday, you have on Wednesday and Friday as well. So that means I have the exact same classes tomorrow. tomorrow. Which is very unnatural in the in the sense of the week it just throws me off for sure yes and I feel like I'll definitely forget and try to go to my Tuesday classes it's just it's a mess but but having the day off was nice that was very nice it was nice to have the long weekend yep Yep. yeah yeah so that is our current lives right now that's what we're looking forward to and of course Halloween will be up in a few weeks but we'll talk about that more on a different episode. episode yeah. yeah. Halloween. Yeah. I'm a big Halloween enthusiast. I absolutely love the holiday. Very excited about yes. Which could bring us into one of the pop culture um, points of the week. So Scream is an uh, old, older movie in the 90s. I think late 90s it mm-hmm. came out. And I don't think Taylor's seen it, right? No, I have seen not him, seen it. Which, I don't know that I'd be able to handle it. Oh but. my gosh. It's I they are my favorite movie, Halloween movies. I'll say that a lot about a lot of Halloween movies, but Hocus Pocus, Scream, and Halloween are like my top three. And the new trailer for the fifth installment that's gonna be released in January came out today. And mm. if any of you listening know what Scream is. I'm very excited, and I think the trailer is amazing, and I think Taylor should definitely watch the first four <laughs> movies before it comes out. Maybe I will. <laughs> Maybe I, I will. Mind. Maybe I'll work up the courage to do that. Yes. But I've it's never like, been. It's like a murder mystery, kind of. Like That's true. You you're guessing the killer more than seeing, like scary stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah, yeah. I feel like, like I enjoy that more. <laughs> like The Exorcist. I actually didn't really think The Exorcist was scary, but like it's not like The Exorcist or like The Shining where it's like horror. It's more of like a a guessing game type thing. Yeah, I I will say what turned me against, or not really turned me against, but gore-wise, I did watch Silence of the Lambs about a year ago with my dad, who is probably listening to this and thinking about this right now, but... I, hello, I remember Taylor's dad. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but we watched um we were watching Silence of the Lambs, but we'd split it up into two days. So the first day I watched the first half of the movie and I was all like all cocky about it. I was like, I can handle this. I was like, that was not bad at all. The second half Hit you. the the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in a movie, and I won't spoil it for anyone because and also just I won't put that into your brains right now, but um, the most disturbing scene I have ever seen in my life that has turned me away from watching any type of horror movie. I love psychological thrillers. That's the thing. I really love psychological thrillers. Have you seen Shutter Island? I have. That's one of my favorite movies. That one, I did not know it was a psychological thriller going into it. And then it just blew my mind. I was just yes. like shocked. Yes. That one was, so I good. did not believe the ending. I fully did not believe yeah. it. I, it took me a moment to process. It was probably one of the most impressive plot twists I've seen in a yeah. movie. But yeah, I love psychological thrillers. It's just horror where I'm like, all right, sometimes I draw the line. And we watched, um, my floor watched Hereditary 
a newer horror movie that came out for anybody that knows that one could not handle that one and that one was all like cults and weird Ooh, and that stuff's oh, freaky yeah it was really freaky so halloween movies as far as those go i love hocus pocus so that's yeah. my type of like hocus pocus halloween, halloween town oh yes which all the classics yes yes i love those on. those are awesome they're cheesy as it gets yep. but they're amazing but they're so. classics and speaking of movies, I feel like we have a couple other yeah. pop culture news with movies. So I watched the, and I had no idea this was coming out until Amanda told me about it, was the new Home Alone trailer for yeah, Disney+. Yeah, just dropped today again. A lot of movie news today, I feel like. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have, a, I have some opinions, so you take it away. Okay, I, I have opinions too, and I don't know if they'll be the same as yours, but I will just say... I think that is a terrible idea nope, to do a totally remake of it. it. Terrible. And I watched the trailer and I see the thing is I went in, I did not know what I was expect like what to expect of it. I was thinking maybe it was because they've done sequels. So I was thinking maybe it's a continuation of sequels, like mm -hmm. maybe just go or maybe it's like his son or something. I mean that maybe would have been better. Again, I think in my opinion, I think that franchise should have stopped after like the first movie. So, oh, not even Home Alone 2? Okay, Home Alone 2 is good. Home oh Alone gosh, 2 is I good. I think that's better than the first one. Really? Okay, when I don't that second one is New York. That that's yeah. New York. No, I don't I love know the New York one. I, the first one is the best to me, but yes, I will say the second one was good. But the thing is when I watched that one, I'm like they're just throwing people in with British accents to make it seem unique. Yep. And really it's not at all. I agree, but then yeah, this is, favorite ho holiday movie is Home Alone for me. I absolutely love it. And so it definitely surprised me this morning when I went on Twitter and saw it trending because I was not expecting it. And I think it could be fun and exciting if they do it right. I agree, though. I don't think I think they should have done something different. His son or just something where it's not you could just tell it's going to be the same story. Like it'll probably be. Just the same kid, the two, two impo like criminals, and then the same just destruction. So it's predictable. So if I they, agree. I like, I think it could be good if they change it up a bit, and if they just do it well. But I, I'm, I right now I am behind the. It's a classic. Don't touch mm -hmm. it. Just let us watch the classic Home Alone every year. Yeah. And what I saw from that trailer was them trying to make a carbon copy of yeah. the first movie. And I did not I like agree. that. However, I love, I'm pretty sure, Ellie Kemper. That's yes. how you pronounce her name, right? Yes. The Office. I absolutely Kelly. love her. Not Kelly. Her oh. her original name was Kelly. That's why I call her Kelly. Aaron. Aaron. She's Aaron. Yeah. But her name's actually Kelly. But yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> love her. So it was exciting to see her because I didn't know any of the other actors in it. But yeah, I am on the kind of nervous about yeah they're remaking it. Yeah, and speaking of the other movie news, the Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet post, Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, pretty I iconic think, photo of him to post. Yes, and I never would have. With some people, I will say I'm like they belong in this type of role, or mm -hmm. I'm like they could play this type of iconic character. I never would have put Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka, but I, I have wouldn't to either. say. It works. I'm ex I'm excited about it. I think seeing him in the costume like yes. made it like realistic yes. to me. I did see on Twitter a lot of people were kind of upset that his hair was like natural and curled and not like straight in a bob. Uh. <laughs> now I like his natural hair, and I'm <laughs> I don't I don't think they needed to straighten it, but I did see that was a little bit of a a point on Twitter. 
I don't think he would look good. No, with the straight I think bob. it would be really bad. I don't know why people yeah. would want that. But no, no offense to Timothy Chalamet. No, I think it's um. just. I mean, I can understand why people would want it to stick to the original yeah. style of the movie. But uh, no, not I don't for think him. I've actually seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think I've seen scenes, and I know the the premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. So before the remake, I definitely want to. I think watch that yeah. if it has because I think it's a prequel, correct? I don't know if, if I you know. know. I yeah. See, I didn't look too much into it besides the post. I just assumed I was kind of like okay. Another they've done so many though with just that movie, so like just the same type of plot. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if it was just another remake, but yeah, I'm the same way. I read the book because it's the oh, iconic you did. book. I did. I did read the book. I loved that book and. I saw it once as like a children's play, so I've seen it like that. But as yeah. far as the movie goes, I've only seen snippets of yeah. the movie. Yeah, it look, I th- I'm pretty sure it's a prequel. I just looked it up. Um, so I'm excited. I think I think he's talented, little woman. Oh yes, that I think that Lady was Bird. His, I didn't yes. love Lady Bird. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't either. Was not a fan of that movie. No offense, Lady Bird fans. No offense, no offense at yeah. all. But it was. I was just. Yeah. I went into it had so many recommendations to watch it like it was a whole thing and then it just did not meet my expectations the only thing i mean maybe it would have been semi like better for me but i didn't like the ending that was what kind of like kind of forget the ending it was it was okay i'm i don't want to spoil it for anyone but if you haven't watched lady bird at this point i mean just it's been years yeah it's been years but it's Basically, she's in college and not really speaking to her mother after that and the whole falling out. Yeah. 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 That was kind of. And then, I mean, she calls her, but you just see her mom like listening to the message and they never have really any interaction. Yeah. No. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like that movie. Not. I did not. I did like Little Women. But ever since I was little and have known the premise of Little Women, I've always haven't been able to stay in the ending because I really hate Amy. Okay. Who's Florence Pugh? I Amy. don't. Amy. Oh, really? Okay. Here's here's my take on this. One, I was very excited to watch Little Woman just because it was filmed around here, and my uncle and aunt, who kind of live near mm. where parts were filmed, it was really interesting just to be like, oh, like it was filming today and stuff, and I thought it was so cool. And so when I saw it, it was also I didn't see it in theaters or anything. I saw it like way after the fact. And Black Widow had come out. So I was definitely in a Florence Pugh phase. I absolutely love her. And so I went into watching the movie like a her fan. So oh, I was okay. definitely cheering for Amy. But I did. I don't remember Timothy Chalamet's character either. But I definitely liked them together the whole time. But it totally bothered me that he was with like wanted the one sister and then went to the other sister. Like I just yeah. I just don't think that's yeah. possible. Like with yeah. feelings and that just seems too complicated to me. Maybe I would have liked it a little bit more if he'd stuck to one. Yeah. Like, even if it had been Amy from the beginning. But, yeah. I mean, I Maybe always... Maybe it's a him, him problem. I think it is a him problem. But I always I always admired Joe, the main sister, yes. basically. So the fact that she, she did get a good ending, but I always wanted her with him because I thought he truly made her happy. And I thought I could see them as life partners not just not just husband and that's what I saw that I didn't see with him and and many people will disagree with me on this and that's okay but I just I always disliked Amy because I always just saw her as youngest child just trying to get attention and and I liked her 
it's a biased perspective. Yeah. And the thing is, I always associated with Meg because I felt like I'm an oldest child. She's the oldest child, but we also have very similar personalities. I always loved Meg, but always admired Joe, wanted to be like her. And so seeing that she was, and especially seeing just the chemistry that actress had with Timothy Chalamet yeah. was just insane. So I, I mean, totally get it. Yeah. Totally yeah. Get it. I mean, Again, no no hate against Florence Pugh. I did love her in Black Widow. I thought yeah. that was the best oh, performance I've seen. Elena. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. I oh, one thing totally did not do in my intro, and I don't think Taylor said it either. Huge Marvel. Oh fans. no, we forgot that. We both love Marvel. It's definitely my favorite franchise of them all. I also oh, love yes. Harry Potter, but Marvel is just my number one. Just needed to throw that in there. Speaking yes. of Marvel. Good segue into another headline of the week. Well, kind of more rumors, but there are rumors of Chris Evans and Selena Gomez dating. Now, personally, I don't think it's true from the different news kind of outlets I've seen. I think they're just kind of grasping at straws. But if it is true, I am a huge fan of this. Completely support it. I think... Okay, I think there is a bit of an age difference and stuff, but I think they're both so powerful and they're like respective places in the industry. And I think they would be a crazy power couple. And I absolutely stand behind it. I, I semi agree. I would have to say I totally see the stance of them being a power couple and especially how famous they are in their respective industries. But I just I see them as two very very separated worlds if you know what I mean. It feels like everything's colliding together because Selena Gomez is like growing up her old music. I'm talking like the what is it? I love the song Who Says um yep, iconic. Yes, but those those types of things that Wizards of Waverly plays. I don't know if you've watched this movie, but Ramona and Beezus, yep. when she played Beezus in that. That's yep. just how I see her. And to me also the age difference, she just still feels like 16 to me. See, I no, I think she's grown up in my eyes. Like I see her mm. older. So that's it works. Yeah, that's for probably me. why it works more. I just I associate her as I would somebody like Hmm, who's a good example of this? I don't know, just any of the younger Disney stars. And I mean, still a part of me with Ariana Grande when I used to watch her in Sam and Cat occasionally. Yeah. That's just, that's how I see her at times. So to think of them as completely growing, and of course they grow up, but yeah, it's just, and then I associate Chris Evans with Captain America and just being so much older than he actually is too. So yeah. that, that combination, it makes it feel like a, father daughter type like look Whoa. if you no, not that big of an age gap but that's just how i see it because of how i see them respectively and just how i associate them in my mind yeah i don't i know i think they'd be good together uh, for me i don't know yeah i think she's grown up more i especially seeing her and like newer shows like only murderers in the building i don't know if you've seen that show but i haven't but i do want to watch it's it it's so good i'm only a couple so episodes in but I think it's so good. But so I, I don't know. I've seen her gr like grown up more. So I'm here for it. Yeah, I can understand that maybe. It is a, it, an 11 year age difference. It is. That, it is. That is maybe a if it Maybe if it goes somewhere, okay. I can get behind it. Yeah. But um, I, I really do think it's just rumors right now. I think it's yep. purely speculation. Yep. I, I agree. 
Um, okay, so maybe to segue into our little, we have a few music things to go over. So I just want to say this is probably the thing I'm most excited for, probably in the world right now, is the fact that Red, Taylor's version, is coming out exactly a month from today. Yep. I'm excited too. I'm very excited. I am beyond excited. That is my favorite album to ever exist. I love the music on it. Every single one of them is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs, and I could not be happier. I'm definitely going to have that whole album just playing for the next year, most likely. But um, I don't know if I told you about this, Amanda, but there's actually a Taylor Swift listening party that night of November 12th in Boston really yes it's not only taylor swift it's also olivia rodrigo oh power duo yes i'm a big olivia i will most likely be there screaming that entire album the whole time which amazing yes yes i know i'm very excited as well i grew up i actually the only taylor swift concert i've been to was on the red tour because i was invited by a friend and from what my little kid mind remembers it was awesome but i did not grow up a Taylor Swift fan. I was actually kind of anti-Taylor Swift. No offense, Taylor Swift people. Because now I'm a fan. But I just never saw, like, the hype around her. And I was definitely more, like... I've loved the Jonas Brothers since I was little. Like, I was kind of that lane. Like, I never really saw the the appeal to her. But then when Folklore came out, I my one friend from back home, too, is a huge fan. So she was, like... She's kind of showed me, like, oh, like, good songs and different stuff. And then from there, I looked into it more once I started liking Folklore. And now I've kind of gone back and done all the old music. And now I'm a big fan. I love your music. I think I know it all. Um, So I'm very excited about Red. It took me a minute to get there. But over quarantine, I definitely found an appreciation for her. And she's definitely one of my top artists now. Like, for sure. I think she's so talented. I have been a Taylor Swift fan through the different decades of Taylor Swift. And when I say decades, I just mean phases, but it started when I was younger. And I remember my mom used to play, what was that? You belong with me and love story. Yeah. See, I was a fan of all the like radio hits. I just didn't know oh, so the, the like yeah the 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 smaller songs you know yeah and I will give a shout out to and I'm sure in another episode we can go over our top five songs and albums for Taylor Swift oh, 100% but I'm I want to shout out since Fred's coming out the song Holy Ground because it is just it's amazing and not many people it's not one of the more famous ones but it's definitely one of my favorites and yeah. that's just again one that's not played on the radio as much is older but. Yeah, that's and that shows how um, how much of a Taylor Swift fan I. It's pretty much all I listen to is that. I love it. But yeah, it's like I'm pretty much Amanda with the Jonas Brothers, which, yes. as you will come to get to know us, you'll see Big just fan. how yes. Big fan. Yes. Yep. Yes. How much that is. Shout oh, and Jonas Brothers. Moving on to more. <laughs> moving on to more music. The new Adele single. How do you feel I about that? am so excited for this. I think she's one like. I, again, love concerts. If I could pick an artist to see, she would definitely be up there. I think her voice is so powerful. And I'm pretty sure she has stage fright, too. Like, she doesn't like doing shows, I recall, if that's correct. Um, But I think some of her songs are just so powerful. And after her going through this divorce, I think this new music will be like oh yes crazy yes so excited i do absolutely love her music i think yes i love all her i've grown up listening to her older songs so 
I'm very excited for this. And I completely agree that her divorce and I feel so sorry for her, but yes. I think that really channeled into her music. I know. I think she had to pay him money too, yeah, right? It was yeah. something. Oh, it was, it was, it was. I think she was done pretty, dirty. Yeah. It was a pretty bad divorce from what I heard, yep. but I'm very excited for that. And also I want to address this. We didn't talk about this before when we were planning, but, and this isn't as recent, but the reunion of ABBA and the new music, because I love that again, I've grown up with that and I love Mamma Mia and all that kind of stuff. So just touching on that, that was, I feel like so many people are having all these reunions right now or coming back and like making new music or yep. just, I feel like it's Big just, time rush. Yes. I feel like it's so just, excited for that. we're reverting back to our childhood. Of and all I these love things. it. Yeah. And I really, I love it. I love it. And, and then you're still getting new people like Olivia Rodrigo yes. blowing up, like just oh, different yes. stuff. It's, yes. But that's just an example. I of, think the music industry yeah. right now is at like a different level of like talent i really like i know there's just a lot of okay not like smaller artists because these like different people like okay gracie abrams mm-hmm. phineas he's very well known but like phineas's solo music um i like uh someone like lizzie mcalpine like just different yes. people who i've seen through like tiktok and just different stuff like i think like their music and their like writing styles are like changing the game for sure it's insane oh yeah 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 but i love how it's a good balance with old and new music yep yeah so um last thing is for our little pop culture segment of the day is what is trending i'm pretty sure that neither of us have watched is the squid game yep. have you what you haven't we were i just have talking not about this i've i've watched like debates on whether to watch it in uh like english dubbed or with subtitles like i've kind of seen like those videos on tiktok and whatnot um but my mom watched it (laughs) that she was telling me about it a little earlier today but i have not gotten into it and i honestly i want to say like the first two days i heard like oh my gosh you have to watch it and now i'm hearing like yeah it's just not worth the hype yeah, I have to say so, it's the same for me. Yeah, and I don't know if I'll ever watch it. I watched the first 10 minutes with my aunt this past weekend. She was in town, but we watched the first 10 minutes like just in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Was not a fan from that. And then I started talking to one of my other friends and here I was hearing that it was really gory. And I just I'm not big on the gore and all that. I'd rather have the like plot twist. And yeah. I mean, I can do that kind of stuff scary in that way. It's really the gore that makes it worse for me so yeah i'd say i don't really plan on watching it i'm again and i'm same as amanda i've before i heard it was the thing to watch and now you've got people saying it's overhyped which i feel like is the case for every single show i heard just a couple hours ago i was talking about it with some people and they were saying that it's oh like it's beating the record for bridgerton wow and i felt like bridgerton was way more talked about yeah oh, i could yeah. be living under a rock right now but um, i very much so could be as well but yeah i guess it's also just because i watched bridgerton so yeah I mean, true i did enjoy bridgerton i liked it I, I, did. I did think it was like a um like old gossip girl type vibe yes. which i appreciated yes and i did Shonda i Shonda loved... never does yes. this wrong she's very talented <laughs> 
I love um, Jane Austen type things. So yep. I feel like it gave off. It wasn't the exact same. And I'm sure my mom listening to this right now is like, it's not historically accurate in that way. <laughs> but it's it was very good. And I really enjoyed the music and the scenery yep. and the costumes. That really made oh, it. Oh, yeah. Me. Like production value were, oh, was yes. insane. It was insane. insane. They could have had a really bad plot and it still would have been great it will be interesting next season again this is months months into it so if you have not watched it i don't know what to tell you but (laughs) skip it skip through i guess the fact that the duke is not coming back like that to me i don't want to watch it that honestly i don't well actually i'm just here for i just and i I don't don't know how they're gonna do it i feel bad for not remembering his name i only remember um colin the name of the bridgerton brothers but yeah. the one the one guy that was the artist. Yep. No, I don't remember his name either. I don't remember his totally name, but I would only I would watch it to see what happens with him and also her sister, Eloise. I loved yep. her. She was Yep. She was a great she character. Was, she was great. I one of my favorites for sure. Yes. Yes. So, I loved her. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So so we don't completely run out of time. We do have a small top five segment today yeah. that goes along with the theme of it being our first, first podcast. podcast. We thought we'd go over our top five podcasts. Yep. In our opinion. And now I, I will say with me, I do listen to a lot of podcasts. So I just I picked my top five kind of lifestyle podcasts and maybe I can address the other ones I watch later on but a couple of mine are also in Amanda's so I did different ones from her just so we could talk about different ones so if you want to go ahead yeah so mine it was very hard to like put them in order one through five I'm not a like listening to podcasts I'm not as I don't listen to them as much as I watch like the videos like the videos of the podcast you know what I mean yeah um I just kind of like seeing the faces, but Chicks in the Office from Barstool. I love Rhea and Fran. I think they are awesome. I'm a big fan of that podcast. I think they got like get great guests, um, and I'm very into clearly the pop culture world, <laughs> so it's very fun. Um, then we bought a house. Uh, it's Phineas and Claudia. I'm a huge Phineas fan. I he's definitely one of my top artists. I'm actually seeing him in November, and I could not be more excited. His album comes out Friday, so listen to it, because I know it's going to be amazing. Like, I can just say it. Um, And I loved hearing him and Claudia. I've watched on YouTube for years. Um, Like, hearing about their lives in just a different way was just so fascinating. They're kind of – they stopped it now, which is sad, but I loved it, and I think they should come back and do it again um section 10 as we mentioned earlier uh <laughs> steve i don't know how to pronounce his last name Paralula? i don't know and then jared crop Krab- again cannot pronounce things for the life of me but um love that podcast love them um it's fun to get the sports aspect especially because it's a red sox based podcast and they get different players and stuff so i know like andrew benintendi he's no longer on our team but he is my all-time favorite player so it's just fun hearing like the guys from a different perspective and stuff it's super cool um i'm a fan of bffs dave portnoy josh richards <laughs> i have to say and brianna chicken fry she's part of the pod too um I think it's super funny. Love the guests. I'm all for it. And then also Office Ladies. The Office yes. is one of my favorite shows ever. I am such a fan. I have probably seen that show at least 13 times through. Like, I'm I probably <laughs> not even elaborating on that. I 
it's my comfort show. I watch it all the time. And I love them. And yeah, that's my five. Quite a quite an amazing lineup there. Oh, and you, I will you. say I do I do listen to a couple of those, especially Office Ladies. That's one of my favorites as well. But getting into mine, mine are all different. Again, I wanted to choose different ones so they didn't all conflict. But my first one is my absolute favorite podcast, and it's called Manifest by Tori D. Simone. If you don't know who Tori D. Simone is, she um, she's from Pennsylvania, and she has a whole entire spin studio. It's called Stride. And I'm absolutely obsessed with her. She really inspires me. She, um, her whole aspect of the podcast is talking about the manifestation process, as well as just lifestyle in general. She gives a lot of great tips. Her past couple weeks, she does weekly podcasts. So the past couple weeks, she's had a couple of great guests on that have been, um, that are very authentic people and also have their own brand. So, but she is, she's only, I think, 23, but she has her entire, she has two studios now. She's really successful and it's just nice to see that story. And she's such just, she's such a nice person. And whenever I'm listening to it, I feel like I'm really talking to her because she'll also give life updates. So I feel like I'm really like sharing my own life with her as well, because sometimes I'll hear stuff and be like, oh, I did that recently too, or oh, I completely, I'm watching that TV show or reading that book, but it just, it feels like you're sitting down with a friend or a big sister who's giving you advice. And I love that. And my second out, my second one is called the golden hour podcast. And it's kind of newer. I think it's about maybe a year old, maybe a little bit more, but it's these two girls who are post-grad. I've been listening to this podcast pretty much since they first started. And the whole premise is they're two girls that started a podcast because they hated their office jobs and they wanted something to come back to and some kind of hobby to do. And now they're both living in Chicago together and they both still have careers, but they're really just living their best lives. I mean, one of them, one of her, one of them has a golden retriever and I love that, but they, every time it's just, they'll give advice, but most of it is their absolutely hilarious life updates because their lives somehow managed to be so eventful and so funny, but they're also very honest and they give great college tips as well because they recently graduated. Um, my third one is a little bit different, and this one's actually very popular, but the Skinny Confidential podcast, it's a him-her podcast. They're married, and they always have guests on. They have their own brands as well, and but their guests are always, they're such like a broad range of different fields. I mean, they'll have medical professionals on there. They'll have skincare. They'll have just people who have created their own brands. So it's a lot of entrepreneurs and people who really know what they're talking about. So it's just, it's really, I feel like I'm learning something new every single time I watch it. And also they're really, really funny people. So I love that one as well. And they have like two to three episodes a week. So sometimes it's hard to keep up, but it's really Sometimes great. Sometimes podcasts can be overwhelming. They can be extremely fall behind. overwhelming. Yes, they can be overwhelming. And my last two, the first one is called Gals on the Go. It's very similar to the other ones, but it's these two girls, um, Danielle Carolyn and Brooke Michio. They're both influencers on YouTube and podcasting. They've been doing it for 10 years now, but they're also um kind of they're not older they're just post-grad they're post-grad as well and they both live in new york city so they share their lives with that and 
Um, they also give great advice, great lifestyle tips. I love that one. And then the last one is called the I Love You So Much podcast with Kenzie Elizabeth. And Kenzie Elizabeth is also somebody I really admire. She actually lives in Houston. Actually, no, she doesn't live in Houston. She lives in Dallas. And um, she's also great. She's also on YouTube. That's her main platform. But her podcast, she's like Skinny Confidential. She has a lot of guests on all very similar guests. They all really know what they're talking about. She also loves reading, so she has a book club segment on hers. And I usually listen for that because I love reading as well. And her books are usually similar to what I read. So yeah, that's my top five. I think we both have very different ones on yes. there. But um, yeah, again, I had a I had a few of hers. I just thought I'd change mine up a little bit. So but yeah, that's that's my honest top five of podcasts that I'm listening to right now. Yep. Love it. Um, I think that kind of wraps up our episode for today. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at um, keep it real pop and on Instagram, keep it real popcast. Um, I'm Amanda. I'm Taylor. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. We will have more to come in the future and see you next time. Variety of different themes. So see you guys next time.